I can't take this seriously. What? <laughs> what we were just talking about? <laughs> no, I'm just gonna let her. <laughs> I didn't even feel <laughs> I I forgot that's what the fuck we were talking about. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the All Pro Dads podcast. <laughs> I'm letting this go. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> fuck fuck my Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Second episode of the week. You know who we are. <coughs> oh my god. I didn't put two and two together. And I swear to God, I chose this song before all that. Well, I was, I was, br- I was gonna bring up the the running back, and then I was like, the conversation oh. we were talking about. I was like, oh, really take that too I, I put this on because I was gonna say this is if, like if Russell don't listen to this shit pregame. I don't know what but, he listens to. Pre-game. Oh my god, Probably I forgot. To, like this little light of mine. <laughs> he listens to the ABC. He's a. Oh, it's this little light of mine. Oh. I guarantee. You. Oh my god, that was that was good. Whew. I have tears in my eyes. <laughs> That's fucked. You're fucked up. That's fucked up. <laughs> I wish we could say, but we can't. <laughs> Hit us up on Twitter, we'll tell you. <laughs> oh, God. We're going to hell. Oh, my God. That's horrible. This song is perfect for that. I know. Oh. That was a great intro. That was the best intro we've had. Oh. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's just go along with the show, I guess. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Hold on. Let me let me adjust this. This is not okay with me. So you, you kind of take it from here. I'm still trying to figure out how to sit. I, there we go. Ready to go? I, I think so. Yeah, it's a little better. These, I'm adjusting these. You stand still, man. Yeah, it's Cause different. Like, I mean, our whole first season was hunched over and not being able to move for an hour and a half because <laughs> <laughs> we didn't want to make the echo. fucking mics or make an echo. Now it's like we have all this freedom and there's so much room for activities. Yeah, we don't know how to react. Oh. We don't know how to act. <sighs> okay, <laughs> let's. Uh, how was your day? It was good. I only worked a half a day today. It was cold, but it was good. And, and that just made it ten times better. <laughs> Went to my grandpa's for dinner. Had some bomb-ass food and stuff. So, yeah, it was good. How was it's your good, day? It's good. It was all right. Yeah, it seems Car like problems, it was I just right. told you. Fucking car problems, huh? We just got the day off tomorrow. For a yeah, 20- in a roundabout way. Hope hopefully, they don't listen to this. Hopefully it's a 20-minute fix. I hope so. You're gonna you're gonna wake up at like eight thirty, go to fix the car, and that intro's gonna play, <laughs> and you're just I'm dying. You're not even gonna be I'm up. just gonna be laying under the fucking Yukon <laughs> like this. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, hit us yeah. up on Twitter. Maybe we'll tell you what it was about. <laughs> god, 
Fuck. Yeah, it was a good day though. Yesterday, when nothing much really happened, and yeah, I was I saw you Tuesday. Today's Thursday, so yeah. I like these double recording weeks though. Yeah, I like it. It's different. Makes for a different a uh, layout, for sure, and we get to push content out more and more and more. Yeah. My face hurts right now from laughing. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> well. We both agreed let's uh, start this episode off with the sack. Mm-hmm, the Denver mm-hmm. Nuggets played the uh, oh-so-beloved Los Angeles Lakers last night. God, they're bad. They're they're very bad. I thought people were, like, exaggerating. Because I didn't watch the Lakers game at all this season. Right. Going into that one. No, it was... And when people were, like... They're worse than last year. Yeah, they're saying, like, they could be the worst team in the league. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> and watching yep. that game... Yep. Yep, yep. And... Nuggets finished it out one ten to ninety nine. Yeah. Jokic was one assist off from a triple double. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thirty one, thirteen, and nine. Great game from him. I mean, <clears throat> it's we didn't really. I think that, that's I. I would say that's his first like <clears throat> monster game of the year like that. He got mm-hmm. held to single digits the other night. Um, but that, and that was his first like. MVP, like, uh, what's the word? Like, what he's looked like the last two years since, you know, everybody's been back on the floor and stuff. I think that's already his third triple-double this season. No, no, he has a couple, but they yeah. they were quiet, like, you know, 14, 10, and 10 type yeah. of nights, not 31, you know, mm-hmm. big offensively impacted games. Um, and that was the first one we've seen from him, which was kind of a shock. But I think if this is the pattern that this year is going to go in, you know, with him having some quiet triple-doubles, double-doubles, Getting some wins, having the letting the other guys make some shots, and yeah. then get <clears throat> if there's a night where you know MPJ or your beloved Jamal are on their nice load management game, he has to step up again. So yeah, yeah it was a good. It was a good game. Um, it was a little closer than what I thought it was going to be in the first two to three quarters. Yeah, uh, and then the fourth was kind of. <sighs> It wasn't close, but it was. Oh wow! Um, that was loud. Um, it was kind of sloppy, and it it almost looked like they gave LA a little bit of life, but nothing too oh, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, exactly what I was thinking. Sorry, I'm turning my fucking sound off. They uh, you can see like LA was really like <clears throat> their effort was like through the roof for the first three quarters. Yeah. And then out of nowhere in the fourth, they just, like... Well, the Nuggets went I, on that last run to, like, basically put it out of hand. Yeah. And that's when they were just like, fuck. Yeah, but I do have to say I was very happy with the third quarter performance. No, yeah, from Denver. Third quarter uh, was shit. They outscored them 32-17, to 17, mm-hmm. and that was a big Achilles heel last year. Like, the third quarter was the Even Achilles the last heel last year. Even the last game against Portland. That, too. Um, so, it was nice to see an adjustment with that. And uh, although for L.A. being that bad, I do have to say Anthony Davis looked okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that dude just has so many injury issues. It's unreal. Um, but, I mean, I have to give a little bit of credit where it's due. LeBron had a pretty quiet night. He had a quiet 19. Was it 19? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but A.D. looked, he looked pretty good. Right. And it, it's just weird because it's like you, you formulate LeBron and A.D. on the floor together. And you would think it's just going to be... It's just gonna gel, yeah. And like, add to production. You yeah. like, you would expect it to produce on the court. It almost makes their bubble championship just not even like relevant. 
at all. I think their their roster as a whole, the year they won the championship, was it a was, lot better. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you're right. They, they they let a lot of people walk in free agency a couple of years ago. KCP, Caruso, even trading people away when um, they traded Kuzma. And <laughs> it didn't help that Schroeder denied that extension. Was KCP in the trade with Kuzma for yeah. Westbrook? Yeah, yeah. But they they got a, a ring before they were gone. No, yeah. So. That roster, yeah, you're right. That roster, that was, roster was way, way better. better. It's so many shooters, like, yeah, just weird. It's crazy. They had hustle guys, like, it's just, yeah, it's crazy. In professional sports, how it can just, swoop, like, I mean, flip a switch in a matter. Of, you really see it in the NBA too, because the players have so much like control over like what they want in the yeah. teams, like those, like yeah. superstars, like like LeBron. He he goes to a team and he's the coach, GM, and the star player. Yeah, motherfuckers, Jackie Moon. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. But yeah, they're bad. Uh, they they could be the worst team, and you know, like they're not even going to be in playoff conversation. I don't think unless they go on some magical run and they find might, it somehow. But trades make a pretty big trade at come the trade deadline. Well, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I mean, they still have a lot yeah. of time for that. But like, they do. The West is stacked still. Yeah, Memphis. Everybody State, thought Memphis was going to take a. A drop off. A drop off after last year. Far from it. And Jaws playing out, out of his mind. mind. Dallas, Phoenix. Yeah, I think Dallas might have lost tonight. But I mean, that's your top six seeds right there: Golden State, Phoenix, Denver, Dallas, Memphis, and what was the other team we just mentioned? I think that's all of them. So five, top five. That and that's, that's your top five, five seeding. Yeah. yeah, five out of eight. You only get five and of those. You have Portland, who's playing lights out. The Jazz, who are playing really good still together. Yeah. For some reason, Minnesota, who who may made, or may not be in the conversation, well, we'll see had, how that they traded over for there. Like Gobert and got Carl Anthony over there. Yeah. Anthony Edwards is like that roster. Yeah, the West is nuts. The West is is unreal. Yeah, is there anybody that's the really a threat in the? Yeah, you still have the Clippers. Kawhi's coming back this year. He didn't play all last year. This could. This is an entertaining year, and it's a big year for the Nuggets. I mean, this I guess is a the, big prove it year. The East too is going to be. Okay, you got Chicago, and what they did last year was the first year together with those guys. Yeah, but that was when they were all fully healthy, and they had injury problems out the ass last year, and I I think they still will this year. Lonzo won't even be back until probably at the earliest January, and he had his career his best career year last year. Yeah. Uh, Demar was out for an extended period of time. Zach Levine had that like a hammy or something that left him out for a while for a little bit. Yeah. Like so if they could get healthy, they still like because the East isn't as stacked as the right. So they could, you get it in as a five seed. All you gotta do is get in. Did we say Portland in the West too? The yeah. way they're playing, Portland and the Portland and the Jazz. Yep, and then Portland's the last undefeated team, right? Yeah, one of them. Yep. Oh uh, no, they lost last night, I believe. Oh, the Mavericks ended up winning an OT. Did they? Yeah, they beat Brooklyn. I thought Milwaukee played Brooklyn last night. No, it's, that's tonight. No, that was last night. The Mavs played Brooklyn tonight. Oh, tonight. Okay, yeah. okay. I thought you meant we're talking last night. Brooklyn was on a back-to-back. Luka had a 41-point triple-double. Jesus. 41? 41, 41, 11, and 14. 14 assists. That's nuts. That's nuts. They also would have won in regulation if he didn't turn the ball over to Ben Simmons. Who, air balls layups? 
he passed it. I don't know if you saw it, but he like he gets the steal <clears throat> and he drives down and instead of taking like a contested layup, he like stops at the free throw line, turns around and hands it to KD, who's coming like down from the three point line and takes like two steps and then just dunks it to tie the game. No way. Yeah. Damn. What's uh? What was I just gonna ask, motherfucker? Oh, is is Porzingis still with Dallas? I think so. Mm. Or did he get? I think he got traded. I think he, they traded him last year, right? That's what I thought. To the Knicks? No, yeah. he came yeah. from the Knicks. No, no, he came from. Yeah, he came from the That's Knicks to Dallas. Who did he get traded to last year? It's gonna bug me, because he had Washington. Like, okay, he had the worst, like most underwhelming year last year. So, <clears throat> okay, but back to the Nuggets. We've, we're talking about the other NBA too much. Promising things look good. Um, hopefully. They look like they're gelling a little more. Still a little rust. Shaky, rusty. Yeah, yeah. Jamal's jump shot looked a little rusty. He's getting open looks. I think it's going to be for a while. No, yeah. The rhythm of it. Yeah. I mean, he's still attacking the rim. That's yeah. good to see. Yeah. That was the most, like. Aggressive. That he's been. Yep. I in agree. the games that he's played in, I think so too. But that's probably that was the most my the most worry I had was him attacking the rim. If he was going to do that, the same. Yeah, and there's a difference between just attacking the rim and, and attacking the rim with confidence and authority, and like he the way ha- he was. And he has he had it. two big dunks. That yeah, were like, he has it. So it's good to see that the uh, the big mental block that was there is hopefully gone. Mm-hmm. You know, that kept him out for. I think you and seeing an extended period of time. We didn't talk about this in the recap, but how he sat. I think for back-to-back nights, whenever the Nuggets are set with the back-to-back, he's going to sit one of those Yeah, going in. Uh, what's up with MPJ? What do you think about that? I don't think it's anything to worry about. I think I it's think the it's same thing. I think he's on a different load management schedule schedule than Jamal. That way they don't have him out at the same time. Yeah. And backs can be weird, man. And they posted a – they announced him as questionable. Yeah. And then they showed him in practice. And he was the decision around shoot around, and then shoot around, and then that's when he was announced out. But he he looked fine and shoot around yeah. from the videos I seen, and then in practice the day of the game he looked good too. So yeah, um, I think I think Malone's just going to take a lot of precaution with those two. What do you think the expectation for this team this year is? Western Conference Finals minimum. Yeah, championship at the max, obviously. Yeah. Do you think they can win a championship this year? Uh. Yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, if those two come, if those two could come back and like post All Star break, I don't want to see any more load management for Jamal and MPJ. Because mm. post All Star break, you only have what thirty games left, something like that. Yeah, you'll be in the mm. or last third ish yeah. of the year. It's more than halfway. I know that. It depends. For me, it depends on where you're at. Like if you're sitting atop of the West comfortably. You like, can give them some load of management. Yeah, yeah but I don't think you're going to be. Truly. Stuff. I just don't think you are. I think there's a couple teams that are better than you. Uh, Golden State, for sure, is better than you. I mean, I know uh, you, you just, just beat them. You beat the shit out of them last week. But I, yeah. they're, <clears throat> when it comes to playoffs and that different environment, they're, and the push part, post-All-Star break and stuff, especially if they're all healthy, you know, Steph's ankles aren't bothering him or, Clay, you know, whatever. Yeah, but that's so shaky, too. Steph always, like, has some injury yeah. at some point. I mean, so I guess at this point, like, with the way you beat them, you already showed this team together can win in Oakland. So, like, 
Yeah, but a playoff environment is so much more different than regular season. Oh, yeah, but we're talking, like, right now. Like, if we're looking at them, if we went into the playoffs right now, like, yeah, this team would have confidence that they could go into Oakland and win two, two there or even just one there. Yeah. And then three back home. That's all you need to. Yeah, you only really need to win one. Um, Do you think the Clippers are better? Healthy? That really, like that, that, really to, de- that really depends on Kawhi. Yeah. If how how much better they're gonna be? I don't think Phoenix is better than you. No, cause I think Phoenix has a lot more problems than. Well, it is like portrayed. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think now with, I don't know. I I don't see like CP three is really. He was declining last year. And he really is this year. Yeah. Uh, do you think Dallas is better than you? I think that'd be a good matchup. I think the issue with Dallas is. Luca can give you forty one, like he, yeah, and a tr- whole triple double in a whole series. Yeah, he's not going to do it. Just not knocking Jamal's fifty in yeah. the bubble, but he's not going to do it one night and then go give you seventeen the next night. Mm-hmm. He can do that for a, like a fifteen game stretch, he do a whole month. Yeah. yeah, so that that's kind of a sleeper matchup. So I I think going into the playoffs this year, the Nuggets need to be a top four seed, mm-hmm. um, host the first round minimum. Uh, and then from there, kind of just however the playoffs play out. Uh, I would I would say... I think they're top three. I think Western Conference Finals is a good expectation, like, goal for this team. The thing Especially is, if they're gelling. Yeah, but the thing is, is, like, we're running out of time here. And mm. Nuggets fan base, I think, is going to get a little impatient with, with Which Malone. they need to and be. I under- been, and I understand we've had two I'd years. So we've been of, extra patient with them. Yeah, two okay. years of major injuries, but I think now that everything is back into how it should have been, mm-hmm. you know, years prior, they're just going to get a little impatient and kind of want everything at once. Um, we have the roster that I think we needed yeah. to get all the way there. Um. And it kind of just depends on who you play, too. I mean, who you play throughout the playoffs has a lot to do with it. I mean, we've seen it in the NBA. You see it in the NBA more often than any sport, I think, where seeding matters, but at the same time, it's really not uncommon for an eight to beat a one in the first round. Well, that is pretty uncommon. I don't know the last time an eight beat a one. I I shouldn't even say it like I but shouldn't like, say it like with I think when you like, match I'm up, you're like, you're like, your un, your underdog seeds, like, the five beat the four, you know, the six over the three. Yeah. Like those ones really matter. Yeah, I shouldn't have said eight to one. Sorry. Yeah. But, but I like, mean, it can get weird and teams get hot at the right time. Like if you're, I yeah, truly like think if you're if a four Memphis, seed, I, I think Memphis hot. had a really good shot at beating Golden State last year. If Ja didn't Doesn't uh, he, was get it hurt his ankle. Yeah. Yeah. Like they had, they had Golden State on the ropes that first game hmm. when they blew him out and like everybody was like, whoa. Well, that was even when Golden State won. Was it their second title? When, they play, who'd they play in the Western Was Conference it the Lakers? Final? Or not the Lakers. No. Uh, the Clippers? God, was it the... Was Paul George with the Clippers yet? Was that when they... That was when Kawhi got hurt. So it might have been San Antonio? Oh, maybe that's who it was. It, it was probably San, San Antonio. Antonio. Yeah. When Kawhi Because I think hurt. that was like Duncan and like everybody's last like yeah. hoorah, right? I think so. And Kawhi was just a young kid who was just... Terrorizing the league after they had won the, I don't I wouldn't say young because he was young when they won. When yeah, they I guess Miami. Kawhi has been in the league for a really long fucking time. Yeah, back when we were in high school. Yeah, yeah, he's been in the league for a while. 
Yeah, we were freshmen in high school. And yeah. He was like a rookie. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember 10 years. we went to, I remember I was at a baseball game when LeBron like made the decision to go to Miami. And I was 11 because I played with the Grizzlies. Yeah. And that was when I was 11. So there, yeah. And yeah, Kawhi was, yeah, that was going into sophomore year when the Spurs beat. I was there, I was going into sophomore year when the Spurs lost to Miami. Okay. In the finals. Because I was when Ray Allen hits the three. Yeah, he's been in the league for a while. Holy shit. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. The West is just going to be crazy. It is. And the, I think if the Nuggets are healthy, I think they're going to be tough to beat. Yeah. The home, our home crowd's a really good crowd to play in front of, too. No, you yeah, the to, playoff environment that, was nice. Yeah, you have year. to put that in a factor. They weren't even, like, expected to win in the playoff environment. Right. For that Golden State game that I went to was pretty nuts. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, what do they what do they got upcoming? What's what's their schedule? Look I think like? they got they play tomorrow night, which is Friday. Yep. Um, yeah, they got the Jazz tomorrow, and then the Lakers on Saturday. I think Sunday. Nope, Sunday because Saturday's an off day. Yeah, they go to L.A. on Sunday. We're gonna record on Tuesday. They have nothing Tuesday, and then or nothing Monday. Excuse me, nothing Tuesday either. And then they play Wednesday. Uh, no, they have. Th- wow, they don't even play Wednesday. Thursday? That's not right. They have to have a game Tuesday. Nope. Wow, that's a. They play the Lakers Sunday, have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off. Jeez. Yeah, don't play again until the third. Uh, Thursday. And they got the ja- They have the Jazz at home tomorrow, and the Lakers in LA on Sunday. I expect two zero. I think the Jazz game where they beat you, I know they're all playing good basketball, but at some point, Band-Aid teams don't work. No, yeah. And you need to go get one back from them. Um, I know, like, divisions don't really have a whole lot to do with the NBA. I mean, Mm -hmm. sometimes they do coming down to that playoff push of, you know, who's winning what. Um, But I don't think the Jazz are going to be a threat to your seeding in the playoff based off of the, the yearly matchup. I don't even think the Jazz will make the playoffs. Regardless of the hot I think start. they'll get into the plan. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. So, I, I I mean, just go beat a team that you should have beat the other night. And, I mean, realistically, they should be 4-1 and one versus 3-2. and two. Yeah, they're already down to they Rudy Gay, who went off against them last time, he's gonna he's out. Okay. At least he was. The 27 was that today? Today. He was listed as out. Okay. Kessler, center, he's day-to-day. And Colin Sexton, Sexton is day-to-day, too. I bet you call in second place. Yeah. Tickets, $15. Let's go. Pay more for a beer than the ticket, huh? No oh. shit. What the fuck? I'll go say nosebleeds. I don't care. Nosebleeds at Nuggets games aren't bad at all. No, because you could always work your way down lower, too. Uh, not only that, but you see everything. You can see the whole Especially with that big-ass screen. Yeah, it's great. Uh, Okay, yeah, I expect 2-0. I mean, there's 2-0, no, definitely, yeah. There's no question about it. You might put I think I don't know if the Lakers have a game before Sunday. I would assume they do. You might put them at 0 and 5 or 0 and 6 depending on how many games they have. They're 0 and 4, dude. They're not good. The tanking. For uh, what's that kid's name? Wembenyama. Dude's an animal. The French guy? Yeah, he's an animal. They're going to tank the next 2 years. Of Wembenyama and and then Bronny. Bronny. And they're going to go win a title and then LeBron's going to fucking ride off into the sunset 5 and 5 and what in the finals? 
don't know. It's a losing record. So it's five it and six, right? I think he's yeah. five and six. Five and seven. Five and six. Five and six, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Still the greatest of all time. Not when you have a losing record in I'm the finals. Kidding. I won't start that debate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah that's it for the I mean there's nothing really crazy with the Nuggets it's, still, nothing, it's just so early yeah and it's gonna be kind of like that with the Avs too if we're if we're me and Tony are sounding kind of dry but it's pretty much just clear cut to the chase I mean we're getting warmed up and we don't we really don't know what to expect from this team I mean the the big four if you that's what you want to call it haven't played but what what they say was it twelve games together before this year started something like that yeah so I mean we don't really know what to expect truly I mean I you under, you have the back to back MVP on your roster you have a a great two man who can be a one on probably half the teams in the league in Jamal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a three man in MPJ who could be a good two on probably a third of the teams in the league. Or and you have some of the bad ones. He could be the number one scorer. Yeah. And then you have AG who's a, I mean, probably one of the best small forwards in, in the game. I mean, d- defensive wise. Uh, yeah. Impactful wise, I guess I could say, because he can give you twenty. And for him to be your f- every once in a while with you know his consistent ten. And in your starting five, he's your fourth scorer. When he came from Orlando, where he was the one, the one guy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're deep. Uh, the bench looks great so far. I really hope the, we can all stay healthy. Christian Braun, Brown, Brown, rookie. Yeah, looks great. Bruce Brown had a huge game against LA. The last two wins. Uh, yeah, when he's in the starting lineup, he's been playing really good. Yeah. Yeah, everything looks really, really good. Uh, KCP's ankle was fine, right? He ended up coming back. In yeah, the he game. walked. He ended up. I don't know if he came back in, but he was on the bench. Yeah, so that's a good sign. Um, yeah, that's kind of. We'll really get into more depth these next couple weeks. Um, we'll thoroughly break it down after like the first quarter of the season. Yeah, I've it? struggled with watching a lot of the games. Really? Them and the Avs, to be yeah. honest. Um, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Um. Speaking of the Avs, though, we can kind of swing on into them, I think. They, they had the huge shootout win the other night against New York when, when we were, were on air for it. that. Uh, did they play tonight? No. I don't no. think they did. I think they have a Yeah, because Haley had break. asked when we had got home. She was like, no games on tonight? They play tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yeah, the Devils. They're still on that East Coast road trip. So That shit's got to be so draining, man. Yeah, no, yeah. The, you So... They're not coming they, back home they have a back after this back. East Coast road trip either. They what? They're not coming home after the road trip. They have one more? They're going to Finland. Oh, that's right. That's right. I wonder what that flight is like from the East Coast to Finland. I bet you it's easier than what it is from here to the East Coast to Finland. Because that's what it would have to be. I almost guarantee it. Well, I don't know. The Broncos flew all the way straight through to London. Was it straight through? I'm assume so. I assume so. Yeah. Uh, it might not be that bad then. I don't even know where fucking. Finland. You hours. couldn't even tell. You couldn't even ask me where Finland is on a map, and I couldn't even tell you. Something tells me it's close to Ireland. <laughs> I don't know why. And Iceland and Greenland and. Uh, no, Greenland's up north, and Iceland is green, and Greenland man, is ice. Man, I was being a smartass because they all end in land. No, right. Fuck. Why you? Why Iceland you, is green and Greenland is the, ice. Did you, you know that? Yes, I did know that. They're backwards for no fucking apparent reason. Which but can you just roll with the joke America, every once in a while? You know. Yeah. 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 You gotta, you gotta prove me wrong every time. When it makes me laugh, I'll go with it. All right, bro. You're just saying <laughs> I'm not funny now. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. So Friday, which is tomorrow, they got the Devils, and then they play the Islanders on Saturday. So it's a back to back, but it's in the same fucking state. And then Sunday they have off. Monday they have off. That's probably when they're traveling. Tuesday they also have off. 
Wednesday they have off. They don't play again until Thursday. The f- Is it Thursday? No, it's Friday. Friday, Friday the 4th. It's an 11.30 start. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Friday, Saturday, and then they're off. Uh, Islanders are sitting at 3-4-0. The, the Devils are 4-3-0. But then again, the Eastern Conference is tough. 4-0. Uh, is it, though? Yeah. I mean, you got New York and Compared Tampa. Compared to the West? Yeah, yeah, it, it's pretty yeah, it's pretty stacked. I mean, the Avs I mean, we all saw what they did to the West last year. Yeah, that's true. We Fucking, rolled right through. Yeah, they walked through the West. Um I still think uh 2-0. Yeah. That's what I was thinking too. I still think uh, 2-0. You think No, Frank, no, you know what? I'm going to go Frankie, with, I was going to say 1 and 1. I'm going to go with 1 and 1. Gonna one of those yeah, they're going to split yeah. one of those even though the back-to-back is in the same state. They'll split one. Yeah. Um It's still I think hockey back-to-backs are so hard. No, they have to be, man. They have All to be. All the physicality that's yeah. in one hockey game. Like, I just, I'm just, i still baffled that we had a back-to-back opening uh, week. And then you're... From here to Calgary. And, and it, it wasn't from here to, like, fucking, like, Arizona to play no, the Coyotes. Yeah. It was from here go, to Calgary. Who's going to be decent this year? Arizona? No, Calgary. Oh, yeah, Calgary's going to be your, a playoff team, your yeah. toughest competitor in the West, for sure. I would think. They're, like, top five or six favorites to win the Cup, I think. Which makes sense. With their big being. acquisition that they had. Yeah. Yeah. And but the West is weak. Yeah. But I think I truly think you could put this Avs team in the East and they Would still wouldn't do the same thing. They wouldn't necessarily walk. Would you think through. top three, top four? Uh no, I could see them like top, like number one. one. But I and I think they would have a tougher playoff journey, but I still think they could kind of do it how Tampa did it and just grind it the fuck out mm-hmm. to get to there and win one or two, you know? Yeah. I I truly think the Avs are still the best team in hockey. There's something there's something different about we said it all last year. There's something about this Avs team that just feels different as far as how they gel. Like even we, this year with the two new pieces coming. Yeah, in. and like we talked about uh you know like the Broncos the best thing for them is the flight to London to gel like that but, but it's Try like the Avs had that over a period of years even mm-hmm. when we were good and like last year was just the fucking the stamp on the on the piece of mail like just and then when you've had this core playing together for so long. Yeah, and the fact that you're going to have this core so play, like, to play together for so long, it's just... It's it's, like, ex- it's exactly what we hope the Nuggets core is going to turn into. Exactly. Their core four. Yeah. Yeah, and like it's it's just crazy. Like, just yeah, just the gel of this team. and Yeah, because they're without their captain right now, and it's still like... Yeah, and hockey is a very big, uh, like, bros being bros sport. Oh, no, yeah, you for sure. Tell. It is. The way it they really interact is. and then like even with like opposing players, like you could see it. Like with yeah. Kadri. Like yeah. with guys that leave the team. Yeah. And they come around and it's still like Yeah, it's definitely boys being boys. So it's kinda crazy. And it's it, like I think that's what was like the missing piece last year. Not not saying like in previous years we didn't have that chemistry, but it just it finally was like if you could put like a loading bar, it was like at a hundred percent last year. You know, yeah. we had the coach, who, and I think it was the want too. Yeah, for sure. And I think this year, they got the taste, and that's what's driving them. Like, yeah, we won the cup, and we won it again. Yeah, and that's so fucking scary to think about. And I think they like, I know they lost Kadri, but I think, yeah, and they lost Berkey, but I think they're like better, better this year. Yeah, you have watching Val. that watching that New York game, like, and seeing what Val's doing, like, already to start playing out of his fucking mind, man, it's nuts. 
God, and doesn't that make Sackett look like the just a genius, just a fucking like the genius. greatest GM to ever walk this fucking yeah. planet? So, what are your expectations for for the Avalanche? Because we haven't discussed that yet. Bless you. We haven't discussed that yet. And after coming off of a uh, championship win, it's a little tricky, huh? I'll say Western Conference Finals too. Really? Yeah. Just because we just said how easy the West is going to be, so like, I don't want to go full on like Stanley Cup because I don't think you. Uh, I I'm going to kind of disagree with you. I'm going to say at least get to the cup. You think so? Yeah, I think that's the. I think you can walk through the West again, assuming everybody stays healthy. When you get Gabe back, he's truly at 100 percent versus you know 80 whatever he was in the playoffs last year. And everybody can stay healthy. Kind of how we, like, remember last year it was the get out alive, you know, yeah. week by week kind of deal. I think you do that again because the last couple of years with injuries have just been so scary. Mm-hmm. I think if you kind of do that again and you get to the playoffs fully healthy and you get out of the playoffs healthy, uh, I mean, we did lose a, you know, we lost Sammy in the, in the, again, in the blue series yeah. um, and stuff like that. But if you get there and you start off healthy, I think you have a really good chance to get back to the cup, let alone win it. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to like hold the standard as at least get back there. Tampa did it three years in a row in one of the toughest conferences in, in the toughest conference. So it's like, why couldn't we do it in, in, in the West, in the West, the, essentially the in a walkthrough. And Calgary is kind of known for falling the fuck off when it really comes down to it. So yeah, I they did last year. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if they went in as like the, what the three seed. <sighs> did we face Calgary in the playoffs? Huh? Do we face Calgary in the playoffs? No, we uh, faced uh, Nashville, 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 um, St. Louis, and then um, Edmonton, and then Edmonton. Tampa. It's the Canada one. Um, Edmonton is the same way as Calgary. I think they 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 have a new goaltender. I haven't seen how he's playing out because they had I think his name, what was his name Dan Smith last year. Who the just guy. lit the fuck up. Yeah. yeah, and then they put in their backup. Yeah, um, that they don't even have him anymore. They have a new kid. I think. Oh, they went new completely. If I believe, if I'm correct, yeah. Um, so we'll kind of see how that plays out. That could be weird too. Uh, with watching that New York game, like I watched it back, mm-hmm. and it kind of sucks watching hockey highlights because they only show the highlights. But from what I saw, uh, once again, it's remember last year around this time we were like the defense needs to step at the fuck up and we're giving up lackadaisical goals. And like once we got on our hot streak, like the defense was locked down. Yeah, it's kind of the same scenario, I think. With a better goalie? With a better goalie. Yep, that's exactly where I was leading to. It, like, this kid has the potential to be fucking... I mean, he went to... And, I, and I, like, the first game, I was, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm not going to lie. I kind of freaked out the first game because his first game looked horrible. Yeah. Looked he rough. faced... It's like In, like, the first period and a half shots, or two right? periods, he only faced, like... It was like it was like single digit shots. I know for or the like game, barely he only 10. faced like twenty seven shots or something. Like yeah, and like the first period or two, he only faced like it was like the first two periods, dude. He only faced like ten shots, and mm-hmm. he gave up. I it was one or two goals, and I was just like, oh no, like this is not. And I knew he was very young. At least with Kemper, he wasn't a good goalie when we got him, but he had experience. Yeah, this this Yorgiev kid is. Yeah, and he was the 23, backup. 24? Yeah, something like that. Let me see. So, yeah, yeah, that first game, bro, I was like, oh, no, this is not, yeah, not going to be and good. And some of the saves he had in that in that New York game was fucking. Yeah. Uh, your give is 26, which is still. 
Still young. Fucking I mean, young for hockey. I mean, Frankie's 32, and you would think he's 26. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's why I thought Georgiev was way younger, but, I mean, whatever. God, Bo is only 21. <laughs> I'm st- I like the tweet the other day. I said, uh, I'm still waiting for the day that Bo and Byram and Kale McCarr score in the same game. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, like, yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Like, that's going to be, like, a like especially, like, if it happened in the first, like, quarter of the year, like a Bo and Byram and Kale McCarr dual goal game would just skyrocket the fucking year, I feel like. Like, the the stars would align, the planets would align, the just fucking tide us, would be give low. Give us the Stanley Cup and now. And just give us the fucking cup now. We'll see it by the end of the year, I think, at least once. Oh, that'd be so dope. God, we're so good. They're so deep. They're, yeah, dude, and, like, whoa, pause. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, just, like, if, like, trying to take my back... To take my back, take me, take myself. Now you're trying back. to take your back. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, Try- dude. <laughs> Every time we talk about hockey, it gets weird, huh? Yeah, it just, it's weird, eh? You're about to flip the table, huh? Uh, fuck you. No. <laughs> but like taking myself back to like the nostalgic feeling of like the playoff run, it was just like, it was something different, dude. Like I remember watching the Broncos win the Super Bowl, the and, fifty. Yeah, yeah. Wa- you know, watching them win that. Um, watching the Nuggets play. In the Western Conference Finals against LA, and mm-hmm. like, you know, those were good runs and it's stuff. But seeing but, the, like, but like that Avs run last year was just different, man. Yeah. It was, you just felt it like the whole time, like yeah, there was never a doubt. Um, at least I never had a doubt. Yeah, I guess you're right because like even in the Tampa when I even me when and you Anthony got, like, went over to your house and we lost that game five against we were Tampa, all like, we were like. Uh, fuck, can fuck. we just play tomorrow so we can get it over with? Yeah, like type deal. We, everybody knew that it was just gonna. Yeah. It was going to happen, yeah. And then, like, being at the parade, hearing all the small things all the time. Like, yeah. Twitter was fun to be on. Like, it was yeah. – that was just a fun ride. And I don't remember anything being like that. Yeah, because, I don't know, the Broncos' playoff run wasn't that – It was more stressful than anything. Yeah, because our offense was still kind of like – Yeah, they were still shaky, man. I mean, we had to win that last game against uh, the Chargers when Peyton came in at at halftime. Yeah. Or, like, third quarter, whenever it was, to secure the one seed. Mm -hmm. You know? And I think. And then you had the Patriots game where if they don't convert that two-point, I mean, uh, obviously we win. But if they do convert that two-point, I should say, it was like, oh, we could probably let this slip. What was that two-point for the lead? Uh, the tie, I think it was. Was it for the tie? I think so. But just based based off of how the second half game. Or second half of that game went versus the first. It was kind of like, we might blow this to the Patriots, and mm-hmm. they might like go to another yeah, Super Bowl. It was yeah, it was Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Yep. Like, and then hearing just how Cam Newton's the MVP, how highest scoring of offense Brady. in the year, and Denver's defense is the best, but can they stop them? Blah blah blah. Like that was a stressful playoff run. The Avs playoff run was completely fucking different, mm-hmm. especially once we beat the Blues in the second round. It was like, oh, okay, here we go. So yeah, I, I going back to the initial fucking question, we kind of got off there. Uh, yeah, I would say get to the Stanley Cup for sure. I mean, it's obviously disappointing if you don't win it, but it's a hard thing to do. And going back to back in any sport is hard. But I, I think that's the expectation is we got we got to get back there. And I think oh, yeah. Jet Bednar is going to hold them to that, and they're going to hold themselves to that. I like it. I mean, you got the highest played player in hockey, so you have three guys in the top twenty. You was could, it three? You could debate four. Um, and, yeah, you can't put Gabe in the top 20 anymore. Yeah, you have Nate, Miko, and Kale. 
I think by the end of the season, you could probably throw Val up there. The way he's playing, yeah. You could put him in the top 10. I mean, really. So, he leads the league in goals. I got a Miko jersey. That's what I got. Oh, that's great. Stanley we need Cup a, patch. We need, huh? Stanley Cup patch. I just have to iron mine on. Is it the Champions one or is it just the Cup one? Just the Cup one. That's what I have. 2022 Cup. I got to get the A for it. For is your, your, did yours come with the A? No, huh? Yeah, I think you all jerseys you have to get that separate. Is he even an assistant captain this year? I know Kale. I know Kale is. Did you notice that? Kale, Kale has the I, A on I his jersey. I didn't notice that. Yeah, that was fucking cool to see. I noticed it for the. How many can they have? Is it just uh one one uh captain and two assistants. Two assistants. Um, maybe three assistants. I was gonna say like. I think it's only what two. the team feels comfortable with. I think it's only two. And I know. So who had it last year? Miko. Uh, going to the year before, it was Miko and EJ. Okay. And then last year, it was Miko and EJ got it taken. And. Mac? I think it was Mac. But I think you can fluctuate that game by game, to be honest. Because EJ got. I remember when EJ got his taken away, Mosier and uh, McNabb pointed it out on the broadcast. Mm hmm. And it was like midway through the year. So it's just Bednar's I think so. Discretion. I yeah, like it's that. something weird. I like it too. Yeah, it's something some weird I always like, like that. captains more when it's like coaches given like give it out. Opposed to like players. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of times it's just like Because like if it was players and like from an outside perspective, you would assume the, that Nate is the captain. The bigger names. Yeah. yeah. Nate and like not saying Nate's a bigger name. I mean, he is a I bigger mean, name than Landis Cog, but he's the star. Yeah, and like exactly, you would think, you'd expect your star to have exactly, it. Exactly. Like, yeah, like the quarterback on probably ninety five percent NFL teams is the captain, right? Mm-hmm. You would think there's probably a couple that aren't, which is like an outlier. It's yeah, like a backup or a rookie. Yeah, which yeah, which is kind of like eh, you know, like whatever. But yeah, so I like that about hockey, and like I've I I watched some video. It was. It might have been an interview with Gabe, and this was a couple years ago. But I mm-hmm. remember it specifically because they were like, you know, what does the C mean to you? And like they interviewed his teammates too. And like, what does the C on Gabe's jersey mean to you too? And they were just like, like he's like that's the definition of a leader. And yeah. like it, like I think captain is the most true in hockey. I should say. You know what I mean? It's not just some cliche, corny fucking n- name. They're like title they're giving out. Just because, you know. So, yeah. But, yeah, um, Makar has an A on his jersey this year, so that's cool. It's kinda cool. But, yes, going back to your comment now, I, I got the – I remember I bought my jersey the day after we won the cup? No. I did, so I could have it for the parade, and I got it, like, expedited shipped and everything. Damn. And then I ordered my patch. Yeah. And I got fucking expedited shipping on that, bro. It took two weeks to get here. Because NHL shop was sold out of the patch and the yeah. jersey with the patch. So like, oh, I'll just get the patch separate, iron it on. And I went on like a patch like specialty website. That's all they sell. And chose expedited and all that shit. And yeah, I didn't get here for like two fucking weeks. I was pissed. You should get the jersey though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We'll have to find where we can get the A though. Because we gotta throw the A on there too. I think he has it this year. I wonder how I can let me let me see if I can look that up. They probably have it on their team website, you think? I mean, that's what I'm assuming. Let me see. Um, 
Damn, it just says, it just shows the primary captain. Miko A. McKinnon A. Oh, okay, so this year it's uh Nate, Kale, and Miko. I so literally three. just found it, yeah. Uh the last year it was EJ, Kale, Miko, and Nate. I don't remember Kale having an A on his jersey last year, do you? I don't remember that. Year before that, it was EJ, Nate, and Miko. Year before that, it was just Nate and EJ. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Wow. 2015 and 2016, it was Cody McLeod and Jared uh, or Jerome McGinley. And I remember when we got McGinley, we got him from Boston. And, like, everybody was hyped because he was a fucking heavy hitting. Like, mm-hmm. he was a crazy motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, the turnaround for this team. T- I'm looking at like just the captains, dude. 2013-14, it was Cody McLeod and Paul Stastny. Those are the days. Those were the days where we were supposed to really run shit, and we didn't. Um, Gabe's been a team captain since 2012. It says a lot about him. I think he was one of the voted one of the youngest captains in league history, or like team history at least. It's well deserved at this point. It is for sure, for sure. Okay. Uh, well, we said one and one for this little two game they got. Yeah, back to backs are hard. Yeah, for the back to back they have. Uh, we'll get to the Finland game next week for the upcoming stuff because that's the next day after we record. Mm-hmm. So kind of a weird week for the sack again. Yeah, because they're traveling. Yeah, and you know the NBA likes to do one day travel trips and yeah, so stupid. Which is dumb. Yeah, but whatever. Um, and this Finland trip for that'll be kind of weird. Was a little. Yeah. Makes their extended stay like a lot longer. Do they have two games out there though or just the one? Uh, I'm not I sure. I know they the have one. the one Friday for sure. But I heard somebody mentioning it's like a four game series that the NHL's doing. So I, I like how I, like, I kinda like how professional sports is trying to branch expand out. like that. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's different. Yeah. American professional sports, I should say. I like it for football because it's like bringing American football like to the world. Yeah. Hockey, like it's everywhere already. Yeah. But like, like you see, like, uh, but I think what the big soccer leagues do it. Like they come play over here. No, yeah. I think what's cool about hockey is there's so many guys that are from those other countries. Yeah, Sweden, so, Finland, to let them go back home and play in front of family and Germany. Is, yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. Hockey's deep around the world. It's kind of nuts. Mm-hmm. Basketball's getting there. For no, sure. yeah, you're starting to see it a lot more in the NBA. Yeah, basketball's really getting there. I wouldn't be surprised if they start doing the same thing because they haven't done that, right? They just do the preseason stuff in China. Yeah, that's about it. And that's and that's really not even a big deal because it's preseason. Yeah, and it's quick. But they do it in like, no, they do it in games. like China, and like another country or two, I think. Yeah, it's just little exhibition games that nobody ever pays attention to. Though. Yeah, but like yeah. I could see them doing like a regular season, like kind of th- same thing. Yeah, yeah, I think they should. I think do it'd that. be pretty That'd cool. Be cool. Okay, well, speaking of traveling overseas, let's get to the pre- to the depressing part of the show. <laughs> uh, Russell Wilson was doing high knees on the plane for four hours uh, on an eight-hour flight. If that's how you choose your time, choose your time. Yeah, and especially after me and you just went over how like we need to stop just fucking scrutinizing him stop with this, and like, who he is as a person. But I do understand, like after today. Kind of listening to some stuff. Not even I was. It was more on Twitter. Yeah. The fact, like, you don't need to go say that, which I understand. I understand both sides. I understand the our opinion of let him fucking live his life. Yeah. But I also understand you don't, don't say that. Well, I think it was more the comment of while well, everybody was sleeping. 
I was. Yeah. That's the comment that, like, I agree with. Like, Yeah, like, all he had to say was, because uh, it was, he was brought to him based on a question about the hamstring. And what he, what he, and then they asked him, like, what he did on the flight. Yeah. And that's when he was, like. Oh, stretch, warmed up, and watched yeah, film. Yeah, I did all that. Watched film, and yeah, then I did well, my rehab. Or, or, yeah, I was doing high knees in the aisle. All he had to say was, I watched some film and, and tried to stretch as much as often as I could and tried to just kind of stay loose on the flight. I feel good coming into Sunday, and, and that's all he had to say. Yeah. It And I, I was talking to my grandpa about this today. Listen, we're tied to this for the next seven years, mm-hmm. so we get need to really to just get used to it. Just yeah. shut the fuck up and get used to it. And maybe he's doing it a little more because he hasn't been in a position where he's two and five with the world against him. He don't know he's anything kind else. Of panicking. Yeah, he don't know nothing else. So and, it's like And like I said last week or not last week, but on Tuesdays, he has to be a politically correct like person. Say the yeah. right things. And I think he's at this point, he's overdoing it. And he's pressing. And that's and that's exactly what it is, but because of the position he's in. Yeah. If we were five and two Nobody would have noticed. Nobody would have cared. I mean the high no, knee shit. shit probably would have made public. Yeah. But all this other stuff of things he said, like the let's ride would, like at this point it would have died off, like social media wise. The let Russ cook would probably be like less of a meme. Yeah. Yeah. On social media, like. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, whatever. It doesn't. It. It is what it is. I mean, we'll just see how the rest. At least of we have a good out. role model as a quarterback. Like fuck. We do, and yeah, I mean, you can't, you know, he's still a, a very good quarterback, I think. I know the play hasn't been there, but. He's also injured, because he, I mean, he threw for 340 in the first game of the season, like. <laughs> yeah. The fuck? Like, so, we didn't get the win, but 340 is 340. Yeah. It, I'm, I mean, I know we didn't get the win in San Diego, and he had a shitty second half, but. The first half was First half, 10 for 10, 116 yards. And he was touchdown, running. And he was running. I'll take that, like, for mm-hmm. a first half. Now we just need to, we, when we went over this Tuesday. Just figure out how to translate that to the second half. Mm-hmm. And you do that? Okay, I'll take uh, 20 for 25 out of Russ with 30 rushing yards, two touchdowns, and a, a high QB. Like, I'll take that mm-hmm. in a win. I don't need wins where we're blowing teams out. I want wins where we look good, obviously. I just want wins. Yeah. No, I mean, it's the National Football League. It's hard to I get to it's going to be, like, a rough process offensively. Like, you're not going to be completely fucking perfect. And we might not. We might be in the same predicament. Guess what? We might be in the same fucking predicament next year because Hackett might not make it to this year. No, he, he might. might not make it past London. Yeah, and that's depending just on the reality how it looks. It. So I mean, I understand we've had six years of fucking poverty football here, but mm-hmm. we might have to buckle up for two more. I mean, truly, unfortunately, is shitty as it is to say, and nobody wants to admit that. But I mean, the truth is the fucking truth. So I mean, well, I mean George have, Payne came out today and said he's basically. Full like he supports Hackett. I think George Payton said that because he has to. No, yeah, I mean we went over that last um, year with Vic. Yeah, when he, when he said, uh, uh, "I took this job because of Vic." Yeah, it was kind of like you had to say that. Yeah, you're not gonna say, "Yeah, I'm gonna fire this guy at the end of the year." There might be more truth behind I support Hackett 100. percent Um, I think he versus underst- the Vic is the Vic is why I took this job. One because he's the one who hired him. Mm-hmm. And two, he could, we don't know, we don't know, like we always say, we don't know what happens behind closed doors. They could have conversations where Hackett brings a fucking PowerPoint presentation to George on why this is going to work, and it gives George faith. You well, know? clearly, I mean, we could all be on George, like you made this hire, like you're gone too, but clearly Hackett fooled all of us. Yeah. Everybody was excited for Hackett. Yeah. Yeah. 
like you go to through all the media sources and everything that I was talking about it when Hackett got hired and everybody thought like wow like everything he's doing is yeah and I think smart and innovative and and I think uh the Hackett hire was more honestly to try to get Rogers here for a two-year window mm-hmm. and it just so happened that Russ fell into your lap and I think with the Aaron, Ro- I know the Russ trade and the Aaron Rodgers news of him staying in Green Bay happened in the same day. But I think you knew Aaron Rodgers wasn't coming here prior to that based off of Peyton saying we've been in talks with Seattle for two or three weeks about mm-hmm. this and trying to figure out who's for who and what's, what's going for on, what. Yeah. Um, so I think you, I still believe, yes, the, the Hackett hire was for Rodgers to get here. And I think you kind of used Hackett, you were trying to use Hackett as like bait to get Rodgers here. Mm-hmm. Uh, based off the relationship they had in Green Bay, but at the same time you had some trust in the guy that as long as you got him a veteran quarterback, you were going to be all right. Yeah, but I don't think the I know, but like I truly don't think the Russell Wilson trade became realistic. I know it was a rumor around here for a good what would you say eight months, six months, eight months. I think they're just throwing any veteran quarterback that came up. Yeah, I don't think that really picked up speed until. Rodgers made his decision, which... The same exact day? No, I think the Broncos knew about Rodgers' decision before. Way before. And they probably just, like, respected it not to leak it, because, I mean, who gives a fuck, you know? Okay, yeah. Rodgers isn't coming here, what's plan B? Yeah. And I think Russ was always plan B, mm-hmm. because there's a clear mix with that's not mixing with him and Hackett. Yeah. And, and if, I mean, I'll, I'll take that as your plan B. It's better than keeping Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater for another quarterback battle with a new coach. And, you know, another you know the, waste the, of a you season. You know the fucking burnt, the broken yeah. record. Um, so I, I kind of think that's what happened. I think Hackett was more for a Rodgers hire. And I think you said, like how you said, Hackett fooled all of us. I think he fooled everybody that's not inside the building. And everybody that's inside, like George Payton, you know, in the interview process was kind of like, I'm not really fooled by what you do or don't know, but I think you have a golden ticket and getting Rodgers here, you're hired. Uh, well, and then he's a good talker. He's a great talker. He, I mean, and he's positive. And yeah. when you're going into a, a new hire where you're trying to hire a new head coach and you're trying to get away from what was the problem, you normally go to the extreme of Vic Fangio is old. He had no energy. Defensive-minded. Defensive-minded, and he yeah. couldn't connect with the team, with yeah. players. Yeah. And now you got a guy who can connect with players, like, personally. Has some pep in his step. Yeah, he's younger, has a lot of energy, yeah. and he's an offensive-minded guy. And it once it checked all those boxes, it was... Kind of a no-brainer. Yeah. It was like, well, let's go with this guy. Like, he can get the most out of our players and out of our offense, and I think... If if we were in another football city, if we weren't in Denver, where the fans are impatient and don't want to like wait things out and allow a process to be built, Hackett wouldn't be that bad of a guy. Like if we were in, say, Jacksonville, like if we switched places, yeah, and this was going on in Jacksonville with Russ down there and everything, like they'd probably be upset, but they're not calling for Hackett's head. I guarantee you that. Yeah. Like, even if this was going on in Cleveland, like... Yeah. And here's the shitty part about hypocritical fans, too. You love Dan Quinn. I love 
Yeah, Dan Quinn and Doug D- Peterson. D- I think Dan Quinn was your number one, though, wasn't he? Doug. Was it Doug? It was Dan, and then when I did my research, it was Doug. Okay, but but Dan Quinn was up there. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of fifty fifty, I would say, between like chatter around here in mm-hmm. Denver. Uh, but I'll tell you what. We would have been more like hip. This is how hypocritical we are as fans in Denver. More upset. We would have been pissed off at a fucking Dan Quinn hire, mm-hmm. unless uh, throughout all training camp it would have been fucking bad media ratings. And like if it you won that bad media bad mouthing, like it would have been an ugly off season. It's the and same I almost as we were fucking guarantee we would have a better record with Dan Quinn than we would with Nathaniel Hackett. No, yeah, because Dan Quinn when he was in Atlanta, he proved he could he knew how to find an offensive coordinator. Yeah, that could run an offense. Yeah, you know. That could get you to a Super Bowl, yeah. while the defense is good enough to get you to a Super Bowl at the same time. And that's just the hard part about this whole process. And I think where, when you hire the offensive-minded head coach, you're looking at the guy that's, you're never going to lose that offensive mind. Right. If that makes sense. You never have to go find a new OC. Yeah. That's possibly not as good as the last guy you had. If it works out. Yeah. Assuming it works out. Yeah, with D, with DCs, or with the... Defensive minded head coaches, it's kind of like that. I feel like that relies a lot on personnel. Defense is so, yeah, it's so much easier as long as you have a couple, you have dogs on defense and yeah. you allow them to play, like not you allow them to go make plays, you'll be successful, right? So, yeah, okay, that was a I think that was a rant we didn't really want to get on. No, yeah, we want this to be more of a preview. So let's kind of get into that preview before we wrap this up. Um, you have Jacksonville on Sunday. I'm not looking for. Are you going to wake up at 7:30 to watch it? Or are you going to wake up at 7:30 anyways? No, okay. I'm always up early. I thought you've been kind of sleeping in a little bit lately. Yeah, when I drink. You're drinking Saturday. If I drink, I don't know. Oh, you've been sleeping in when you drink. When I Duh. drink, yeah. God, I'm an idiot. I'll probably be up. Yeah. I'm probably going to record it anyways, but I'll still be up. Yeah, I'll be up too, as much as I don't want to. The other day, like yesterday, I really was like, do I just record it, not check my phone, Twitter, anything, just leave my phone in the room and then go watch and the just game? watch it on mute? And I, Yeah, no, on mute. Yeah, just watch it. Nah, because I was like, you know what I'm like, yeah, I'll, I can fast forward commercial breaks, but I'm sure there's going to be a couple drives in there from either team that are going to be boring as fuck. And I want to check my phone yeah. and it'll ruin everything. So I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to wake up and wake Sunday. up and be angry with everybody. Yeah. Mama Gregor gone. I'm just kidding. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> just because we've said that, that wouldn't have surprised me every fucking game yeah. this year. That would have been cool. Um, yeah, you got Jacksonville who's sitting at two and five, but they that two and five looks a lot better than our two and five. No, yeah, they're and that team looks light years better than what they were last year. They have a great run game. I think they're ninth in rushing. I think their whole offense is like And they're averaging they're, like two hundred and thirty yards a game. Two hundred something like 230, that. Uh but your run defense has looked okay. Yeah, outside of this what sixty yard run against the Jets. And Josh Jacobs monster game. Yeah, which I think that one got to fatigue towards the end there, and it was yeah. just that was a that was a like a smash. I think that was a really smash mouth game. It was physical. Yeah, it was it, for for both offenses and defenses. That was a really good football game, in my opinion. The Raiders one, yeah, yeah. Um, 
but anyway, yeah, they they have they I, who did they add on their receiving core this year? Christian Kirk. Yes. That's Who's looked pretty good? The other guys, I mean, outside of they traded away Lavisca Chanel and to Carolina, yeah, for picks. Other than that, I mean, Trevor Lawrence looks like he has a little more confidence, a little more pep in his step. He's still young. He still makes a. He'll he'll give you an opportunity. Like he'll give you the ball. Yeah, that's why they lost the Houston game. I mean, yeah. he had they had what? Like I was listening to a couple of Jaguars podcasts today, and they said they had like in the last like three four games, they've had like four sixty yard plus drives that ended in zero points. Wow. Okay, he's a young kid who's going to make mistakes and he can give you the ball. But he's also a fucking winner. And he no, know, yeah. he knows how to win. I understand he hasn't done it in the NFL a whole lot, but he knows how to win. Yeah, that whole team is learning how to win. From he what has a better like. coach and coaching scenario than he did last year. Mm-hmm. This is probably going to be their coach for the next, I would say, at least three years. So that's like a little bit of stability and a security blanket for him. Uh, and there's just more confidence in that Jacksonville team. And they're going to say, we're in London. What the fuck do we have to lose? Like, this is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. They're, they're under less pressure than Denver is. Um, How does their defense look? I really don't know a lot about their defense. Uh, there's... What was it? They just placed their left corner on IR. Okay. And then outside of that, from the podcast I was listening to today, the Jaguars podcast, uh... They've been getting torched on the left side. Really? Their safety, their free safety can't really tackle very good, from what it sounded like. I mean. Okay. So there's some problems on the defensive side of the ball. If this so, was, if there was no. So they're, from what it sounded like the guys I was listening to, they're going into this game thinking this is the best defense we've went against all season. And coming off the game we were, we faced last year, I think that defense last year was Way better than this defense we're about to go against. So, like we've said every week, if there's a week to do it and have your breakout game, <laughs> this It'd is be the this week. week. Yeah. Okay. For the offense, I mean, defense on the ground, like if they can run the ball and keep the time of possession and ball out of your hands, I mean, okay. You can't win the game. So, well, Jerry Judy's coming off of a hundred yard plus game. Yeah, good for him. I I would like to see the same thing. Cortland Sutton's been pretty fucking quiet. I want to see him step it up a little bit. Um, I mean, obviously the elephant in the room, the whole offense has been, mm-hmm. but you know what we're trying to say. Um, oh yeah, they're down. Yeah, this from what it sounded like, the secondary isn't good. Okay. And their their front, f- it sounded like their front four or their front seven, isn't really getting a pass rush, like a consistent pass rush. So. Yeah, but any team, any fucking, you could play the Lakewood fucking Tigers varsity football team right now. It's no, our offensive wouldn't. line, and you can get a pass rush off. But you wouldn't. Not that. Pick a different high school. <laughs> Valor? Yeah, I could maybe. They got a bunch of D1 guys this year. Do they? Are they good? Yeah. 5A still? Yeah. Everybody was saying there was a 6A this year, but I don't see anything about it. Maybe yeah, next year. Maybe. <sighs> I don't know. Let's ride. You're supposed to say that in your British accent. Fuck you. <laughs> Broncos country. That's right. Yeah, I don't... Uh, that was like Scottish, so that wasn't British. Was that British? No, that was Scottish. I don't know if I can... Let me see. Broncos country. Let's Broncos country. That's right. Broncos country. Let's 
Yeah, I just. Uh... All right. I just saw the nastiest fucking tweet on the planet. All right. Get off Twitter. <laughs> All right. Uh, I was going to do over-unders. Game lines aren't out. Your player props aren't out yet. Nothing's out yet. It's Nothing weird. ever is until like the night before. You so think, they, you think they'd be like ahead of this game? Yeah, at least, at least a it's little a seven, bit. Nobody in the U.S. is going to be even awake to bet on this game. Right. So, with that being said, adjust your fantasy lineups if you have anybody on either team. I hope you don't. I really hope you don't either. Uh, ETN. I think Uncle Rick still has Russell Wilson in one of his leagues. This, I don't know. I don't know what that hamstring, like that hammy's looking like. It's gonna be weird. Do you think he plays? Yeah, you asked me last week. I, I think he plays. I, I did ask you, I think oh, but yeah, yeah. we were gonna get more. Well, not last week, but on Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, welcome to two episode week, guys. Trades. <laughs> oh man, you want to touch trades? Fuck, we're already an hour in, brother. Want to kind of rapid well, fire it real quick? Yeah, by Tuesday. I mean, uh, by Tuesday, I. One of three players will be gone, whether it's Jerry, Judy, Melvin Gordon, or Bradley Chubb. It could be more. I didn't think about Melvin Gordon. I know they said they were getting calls. I think that's just... Well, I haven't heard anything on Melvin Gordon. That, that could be like one of the Well, sleepers, they had said that right like, at the beginning. Yeah. was After all that stuff happened, they were saying they received calls on Melvin. So that's why some of the guys were thinking like that's why he was starting last week was because he was trying to boost his trade value. Mm-hmm. But I don't see, I don't see Melvin having any value at all. Do I mean, you think it, you lead the league in fumbles? Like who's going to trade for you? I understand, but some, I mean, sometimes people need running backs, and they'll give a sixth or seventh up for him. Yeah, I'll um, take it, I guess. I mean, yeah, it's the irrelevant pick. It's really just to get him off the books. It, yeah. At that point, um, buyers or sellers at the trade deadline? Oh, you're got to be a seller. I don't think right? it matters. Yeah, I don't. I don't Wait, does a it, win or loss matter? No. I think you're. A seller I think no if you're moving what. on from players, it's because you don't see them back in a Broncos uniform in the next year to two years. Right. So like, and what I've noticed is all the guys that are being talked about being traded, you're looking at like. I've heard KJ Hamler's name. I heard Jerry Judy's name. Obviously Bradley Chubb. Everybody's talking about. I heard a little bit of Dalton Reisner. Dalton Reisner, I seen. Um, there was another guy. But what I'm getting at is it's all guys that are from the. Uh, like the last two drafts of the Alway regime. Okay. So I think it's more no, of George no. Payton trying to like cut ties of who he doesn't have ties with, I guess. Yeah, and like weed out like what he doesn't think are effective players. Yeah. Where he's like we we the previous where if he trades him he could, we could say, well, George Payton had no tie to him, so. Yeah, when well, not only that, but like the previous regime like messed up on this pick. They messed up on this one like Yeah. I'm just trying to like re-strengthen the the roster with draft picks. I but just, where you you don't want to get rid of too many players because you're gonna have to go to the practice squad. That's yeah. why I think one of the receivers will probably get dealt first. Um, because the guys you if you look at who they kept on the practice squad, yeah, it's like they kept like three or four receivers. Yeah, and then they bring up Kendall Hinton a lot every week, who plays very well. Yeah, truly. Um. I think if the Broncos, it has a lot to do with how Sunday plays out. If the Broncos see how like to see if they make a trade or to see how many they get rid of to see how many they get rid of. Okay. Um, you have to think a lot about contracts. Bradley Chubb is going to want paid after this year. Jerry Judy has two more years till he's going to want paid. Same with KJ Dalton Reisner, I believe, is on a contract year this year as well. 
He hasn't played very well, though, so I could see us you just letting him walk, truly. Mm-hmm. I know linemen are hard to find, whether they're good or decent. Because he hasn't played terrible. He hasn't played great, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a second-round pick. You would expect more. Um, I think if the Broncos lose on Sunday, unfortunately, due to financial situations and your investment with Randy Gregory, Bradley Chubb's no longer a Denver Bronco. Mm-hmm. I think if you win, uh, KJ or Jerry is gone. And Bradley could possibly stay based off of just what this defense is doing this year. Um, and I, that's kind of how I see it playing out. It just it really depends on Sunday. I think I'm more on who let go, who you let go. I think I'm on the outside of Bradley Chubb's actually going to stay. You I think, think he they is? keep him? You think so? And I think he takes like even if they have to give him, you can Randy, always tag him. Even if they give him, well, then you'd have to pay him like twenty million for the year. Yeah, true. Because it'll be like the average, yeah. like salary, or like the, yeah. I don't know if it's the average or the top salary. It's average for that position. Yeah, which is gonna be insane after this year. You yeah. got a whole bunch of guys that are about to be. Well, you just had Randy Gregory's contract, Von Miller's, Chandler Jones. Yeah, uh, I mean, everybody. Well, going so. into next year, I think they said uh, Nick Bosa's get has to get a new contract. Yeah. So, you know that one's gonna be huge. But it's, I mean, you wouldn't want to, but you still could. So, but I think you could pay him like with our owners now. A GM could go to the owners and be like, "We want this guy. Let's give him so much money up front." And this, and you have to consider too. I heard something, uh, or I read something on Twitter: the salary cap is increasing within the next mm-hmm. two years. I think. I think it increases every year by a little bit. Yeah, but with these new, there's new TV deals coming in. I guess. Oh, so it's gonna so it's gonna jump. like really jump. And you you see it all the time. I mean, I did, I wasn't expecting the Titans to be have enough money to re-sign Harold Landry this past year because they paid Bud Dupree. The previous offseason, mm-hmm. and they went and gave him a crazy contract, too. So you can't have too many edge rushers. No, you can't. And you can't. still have you Baron can't. Browning on. Like, even if you give him a three, four year deal for Bradley Chubb, and after that third, like that three year deal, I think he's going to be open to taking a home contract just to stay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this Denver's all he knows outside of what he went to school at North Carolina State, right? Yeah. You know, back to the Panthers. I mean, go to his hometown. Like, yeah, you never know. I think as a GM, uh, you got to keep and, together what's working. And I think you have enough talent on the pass rush with all four depth chart positions. Five, depending on if you really have injuries, uh, within Nick Benito, who would be your like four, mm-hmm. five swing guy. Jonathan Cooper. Uh, Jonathan Cooper, Nick Benito could probably rotate between that fourth and fifth spot mm-hmm. on the chart. Obviously, Baron Browning's your three, Chubb's your yeah. two, one, Greg, one A, one B, one and two, whatever for him and Gregory. Mm-hmm. Gregory goes down, you see Baron Browning step up. Uh, Bradley Chubb goes down, assume, say Bradley Chubb goes down when Randy Gregory gets back, you, you Baron Browning steps up. When those two, when your one and two are healthy, they were playing lights out. Mm-hmm. Your one and two go down. It, I wouldn't. I'm okay with Bradley Co- or Bradley Cooper, <laughs> basically. Um, um, Jonathan Cooper and Jonathan Cooper and Baron Browning. Baron Browning, or Nick Benito, Baron Browning, or you know, there's a yeah. lot of flex there and a lot of swing, and I think you're kind of hitting it on the head with the money being worth it. But I just think with this season being washed, you get what you can. You get what you can, okay. assuming you lose on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, the, the season already, in my opinion, is washed. Yeah, but that's where I think it doesn't even matter. I think if they get good enough offers, I mean, if you get a two and a three offer from Bradley Chubb, you're probably going to take it. Yeah, I mean, that's what you got for Vaughn and. Yeah, that's a I Hall think of Famer right there. I think you can get more because be the uh, 
A part of me more. says yes, and then part of me says because of the age, it's or because of the injuries, you're just yeah. It, it throws a wrench in there. It's like, which is why I see the Broncos, George Payton being like, just take a friendly deal. We know what you can do, like, or even they allow him to go test. Like they keep him, and they say we want you if you want to go test the market and see what you are. But yeah, I think with our owners, I think we just honestly don't think money's an option. Like okay. money even matters to these at this point. Okay, especially if these guys are talking about winning as much as they want to. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you think Jerry Judy's a Bronco next year, next week? No. You don't? Where does he go? I really think Green Bay would be. I think that's was number one on my list as well. Buffalo. You think he goes to Buffalo? He could. You said? I think they're a little more of a dire need for a running back than a wide receiver, but they have yeah. a lot of shit they can give up for. If they wanted to. I don't think they would want Judy. Um, I'm trying to go through the list. Teams that need receivers, though. Yeah. There was a, another team that I saw on Twitter the other day that was like... like could New York? Be it. The Jets. Or the Giants. Yeah. Um, no. The Rams, I saw. I, uh, I can see that one. Yeah. They need a receiver. Um, What about KJ? He a Bronco next week? If, if Jerry's gone. If Jerry's gone. Yes. If he Jerry's, is, still, if Jerry's here, still here, KJ's he's gone. probably got moved. Okay. And, what, and where, K, where KJ has to be careful, too, is Montreal was drafted, and then they kept uh, Jalen Virgil on the oh. on the practice squad. Yeah, but Montreal hasn't proved to me what – and I know KJ's still kind of unproven, too. I was gonna say, but KJ's getting, proved more to me than Montreal has, and Montreal's football smarts – Seem slower than KJ's, and but it seems they've like KJ given, picks up on a lot more. Where I think what better. it is too is they've given KJ all the reps. You yeah, haven't really seen be. Montreal in a slot role, yeah. and they already took like KJ was the guy for the end rounds and stuff like that. Him yeah. and Judy, and they gave all of that to Montreal. Yeah, true. Whenever there's an end around, it's most likely in Montreal's hands. Yeah. Okay. So that shows what this like staff thinks of that. Do you see a scenario where nobody's moved? No. You think somebody's moved for sure. We saw it last year. I mean. Okay. I remember being on the phone with you when Vaughn got traded. That was nuts. I was freezing my ass off doing pavers in the snow. <laughs> All right. Uh, score predictions. Me or you? You go first. Oh, I don't want to go first. Can you go first? Come on, man. 17-6. Who? Broncos. 17-6 Broncos. Fucking snoozer at 7.30 in the morning. Damn. 17-10. And I think it's two touchdowns. One of them's a defensive. 17-10. Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville beats us. I don't see them getting 17 points on our defense. Did I put out a... Uh, no. I didn't put out an early, way too early prediction this I week? I don't think so. I don't think I did either. Uh, I haven't tweeted a lot this week about sports. Yeah, no way too early prediction for me. But uh, I'm going to go 17-10. Jacksonville Jaguars beat him in London. Broncos are huge sellers at the deadline. And this year's a wash. And I'm sure something stupid happens. Uh, where we go on like some fucking run the end of the year 
Broncos could be a wild card team, and then it's in somebody else's hands to win to secure it. Even though and we won that day, fuck yeah, bam! That's the whole season prediction. All right, I'm Dame. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dame underscore APD. My co-host Tony. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at TV3 underscore APD. Get used to the two episodes a week. This is kind of how it's going to be. This one went pretty fucking long. We wanted them to be kind of short. A lot. Yeah, we did. But whatever. If you didn't get it to this point, well, then fuck off. If you did, still fuck off. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. I had 17-10 Jacksonville. You said 17-6 Broncos. I hope I'm wrong. I hope you're right. Hopefully uh, we turn this around. Hopefully it's like 35 10 Broncos. That'd be cool. I'm going to say this is offense. I don't uh, But we'll see. So uh, that's it. I don't think we have anything else for anybody. Turn that bell on to get notifications when the new episode airs. It's a big thing. Uh, share it with your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, your dad's sister, your mom's brother, your dad's brother, your mom's sister, uh, your little sister, baby cousin Tracy, who saw you at the show last night. Uh <laughs> Your little baby sister, cousin Tracy's goldfish. And yeah, we appreciate you. So catch you on the flip. Many men wish death upon me. Blood in my dog and I can't see. I'm trying to be what I'm destined to be. And niggas trying to take my life away. I put a hole in a nigga for fucking with me. My back on the wall, now you gon' see. Better watch how you talk when you talk about me. Cause I'll come and take your life away. Many men, many, 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 many men. Wish death on me, Lord. I don't cry no more. Don't look to the sky no more. Have mercy on me. Pussy niggas put money on my head. Gone, get your refund, motherfucker. I ain't dead. I'm the diamond in the dirt that ain't been found. I'm the underground king and I ain't been crowned. When I rhyme, something special happen every time. I'm the greatest. Something like Ali in this prime. I walk the block with the bundles. I've been knocked on the humble. Swing the ox when I rumble. Show your ass with my gun. Do. 